And today on Pray For Me, Mommy. And the um, it sells for 115% over asking. That means that individual end up selling their house for 856000 that day is a muscle. I know this life is a hustle. And I'll be damned if I settle. I got to keep on fighting. Hello? Hello. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Melba. We've known each other for a very long time. Yes. Like, Back to high school days, right? Yeah. We won't say how many years because we're gonna date ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Although I don't, I don't mind because if we look good, we look good. You know what I mean? It's true. That is true, Marsha. <laughs> but we that gotta own true. it. You we know, own it. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to talk to you about this, Marsha, because this is your area, and it's, it's something that I kind of like fell into. I don't think I planned this for myself, to be honest, to be, you know, so ingrained with real estate. It's not something I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to own, you know, multiple properties or I'm, you know, I'm going to invest in real estate. It wasn't a goal or objective of mine. You know, I need a house. You know, one of my colleagues actually encouraged me to buy my first home when my son wanted to go off to university. I decided I was like, no, I'm not paying that outrageous amount in rent. So I leveraged my my first home to to buy my second home and then i just recently sold that home in november and i was shocked actually it appreciated so much in value in such a short period of time because yeah. it was less than 5 years that i actually owned the home and yeah. i was surprised at how much equity had built in it and now i see even on my street here in oakville and I'm not sure where you're out in Durham region, correct? Yes, yes. Like houses are just selling like crazy. The, it's obvious the market is hot. You know, when I think about my own personal experience, I think about three things that played a factor. Location is very key. Where yes. are these properties? Then what is the mortgage rate? Like what interest are you paying at the time? Mm-hmm. And then timing when you get into the market and, and when you come out of the market. You probably don't remember this, but when I purchased my home, Ajax, I was asking you questions and you were telling me a lot of things at that time. That was, I don't know how many years ago that was, a long time ago, just put it that way. And you really, and, and I know you don't remember, but you really schooled me on a lot of things that I wasn't aware of, right? Really? So you, yeah, you, you told me, you told me things about, Okay, so, you know, you have your home, so you realize there's things that you're going to need for your home, tools like gardening tools. Um, I can't remember exactly everything, but I do recall coming to you because I knew at that time you had a home and I reached out to you and you, again, you schooled me on a lot of things that at the time maybe wasn't necessarily important for the agent, my agent to tell me those things. But because you had that experience, I looked to you to, you know, advise me. And at that time I was not an agent. Okay. Okay. So, um, getting to me now, yes, my name is Marsha Oxley and I live in the Durham region. Um, I'm actually in AVAX. So I do service, uh, the Durham region as well as pretty much the whole GTA, but more so in the Durham region. Um, I've been a realtor now for 
yeah, about seven years. And it's it's been a ride. You know, it has its ups and downs. This is definitely not a business for, I'm sorry to say, but the weak. You have to have very tough skin. You have to be able to accept um, hearing a lot of no's, having a lot of doors slammed or a lot of phones slammed in your ear before you actually get a yes. Uh, that's just part of the business. And it's certainly, uh, while it's a very rewarding career, it's certainly not easy. It's simple, but it's not it's not easy. Um, but again, yeah, it's it, speaking on what you spoke about, definitely the real estate market is extremely hot. For sellers, if you're on the selling side, it's great for you, right? Because there's just not enough homes. Inventory is very low. And because of that, you have all these buyers that are wanting to purchase. Just imagine, you know, you have, uh, let's just say, 620 homes that are available for sale in the Durham region. And that can be a different variety of style homes. So you can have a detached, semi-detached, condos. Uh, condo condo townhomes, and then you have 2,000 buyers wanting to purchase those 600 and something odd homes that are available. So you could just imagine the traffic, number one, that is going through um, a seller's home. There's some homes that are getting from the time that it's listed to the time that it's sold, which is generally about five days on the market. You know, you're getting Wait, Marcia, sorry, I have to stop you. Only five days on the market from yes. start to finish sale to purchase. Wow, yes. that is fast. That it is, is fast. fast and really, it could be even faster. So the reason why it's so fast is because, as again, the market is, a su- is super hot and agents or sellers, when we're listing a property, we are setting a date as to when we are going to accept offers. Okay. So it will have an offer presentation date. Let's just say, for instance, a house went up on the market on MLS on Monday. They say, okay, well, we'll accept offers or we'll look at offers on Friday. So you have those five days to allow potential buyers to come in and view your home and make a decision on whether they're going to purchase it or not. And nine times out of 10, those individuals that are coming into the home are wanting to make a purchase because why? There aren't that many available. So that's the reason why, and five days for you, like that is super fast because in a normal market, normally uh, average days on the market would be 30 days. But now because of the way the market is, is five days on the market. So is that traction still happening now with COVID restrictions? You know, we thought that with the COVID restrictions, it would have slowed things down. And actually it did when this whole pandemic hit. This was new to everyone, right? No one knew what to expect. We we went down on lockdowns. Nothing was really happening. The government was only allowing transactions to take place for the individuals that had to make a purchase. And so what that basically means is that for the pandemic, if let's just say a seller sold their home, they have to purchase, right? Or else they have nowhere to go. You know, you're allowed to leave your home to make a purchase. But now, even during this COVID time, it still doesn't matter. It hasn't slowed the market down at all. And I think there's just so many factors as to why the market is the way it is right now and interest rates being one of them. The COVID as well could be another reason as to why the market is so hot. And what I mean by that is that, you know, you have a lot of people who are probably in a condo apartment or in a smaller townhome or whatever the case may be. And 
you realize that we're locked down, we're stuck with our kids, our husbands, you know, the space is tight, you know, you need more space, you want to get away, you can't go out to a restaurant and enjoy times like how we used to. So people are now looking for more space. Essentially what the, the, the pandemic has done, it's created desire of wanting to be in a bigger space, especially when you are living with a lot of people in your household. How do you find a good agent, Marsha? I need some advice. So there's a lot of agents that work outside their area. There's tens. Really, it would be best to choose someone who works in your area, right? Because they would know the area. They're supposed to specialize in, you know, a certain area in Oakville or a certain area in, in Durham, right? So ideally, that would be best. However, you know, if you're asking about finding, how do you find a good agent? A buyer or a seller would look to, their friends and their family who have gone through that real estate experience with an agent. And so just like, for instance, when I asked you the question, you know, I'm buying my first home, you gave me all these advice. It's the same way I could have come to you and said, you know, Melba, I'm buying my first home. Who did you use as an agent? Right. Right. Word of mouth recommendation. Word of mouth and referral. And a lot of agents work based by referral. You could also ask your, whoever's doing your mortgage, um, whether you're a mortgage broker or your mortgage mortgage specialist, uh, they oftentimes have agents that they work with that they would refer you to. So right? let's get back to like when when both of us were first time home buyers. So what is the criteria now for a first time home buyer? A first time home buyer would need it's a five percent down payment, depending on the value of of the home that they're purchasing. A little bit more, but basically that's what's required is your your down payment five percent. I always anybody ask me about purchasing housing, mm-hmm. I always tell them to get pre approved and go to their financial advisor at the bank, because yeah, I don't believe a lot of people know that they have a financial advisor at the bank. Like whatever branch you you bank with, there is right. a financial advisor that's assigned to your name and you can yes. go and speak to them and they can give you advice. So mm-hmm. sure they can give you advice, but my advice to any first time buyer or anyone getting into the market or getting their second home, whatnot, I say you go to a mortgage broker or mortgage specialist. Okay. Why would you say go to the a mortgage? I always wonder that. Why would you say go to a mortgage specialist over going to a financial institution? So every bank does have a mortgage specialist. Um, a lot of people, what they seem to do is, for, I'll give an example, you know, you're going to the bank to make a deposit or do whatever transaction um, and you speak with the teller okay, at the bank and, you know, you get into your conversation and you say, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about purchasing, but I don't have a mortgage. And they say, OK, well, come talk to this person. They may not necessarily uh, get you to talk to a, a mortgage specialist. They may get you to talk to. I don't know, maybe the financial advisor. Their specialty is not in mortgages. Everybody plays their role. So I'm not trying to downsize what a financial advisor or planner will do. You can get sound advice from them. But when it comes to mortgages, it's just like I'm a real estate agent. I can't really speak too much on mortgages because that's not my specialty. That's not what I do. I'm a real estate agent. I sell and I buy homes. A mortgage broker specialist will speak on their specialty, which is dealing with mortgages. So what I can tell you is going to a specialist, there's a difference, right? The mortgage specialist works at the bank and they can come to your home. You don't necessarily have to go into the bank 
right? And especially now with COVID, if you're a little bit worrisome about having someone come into your home, you can do everything by Zoom, fully. That's the way of the world right now, it seems, right? Um, a mortgage broker doesn't work for a bank per se, for CIBC. However, they have contacts within a bank, but a mortgage broker has a pool of different banks that they work with and the mortgage broker will work towards getting the lowest interest rate possible. Not to say that the specialist wouldn't, but the mortgage broker deals with a whole pool of different banks. Good. So that's really right. good advice. Thank you, Marcia. And, it, and it's that. the same thing. No problem. It's the same thing with a car insurance, right? No so problem. what else, what other services do you provide? I have a lot of colleagues and friends now who are renting out their townhome because that seems to be a very lucrative market as well. So do you provide that service as well? Do you help people find tenants? Of course. I definitely okay. do that. So I help people with their, the sale of their home, a purchase of a home to invest, you know, tenants wanting to um, as well, because those are not individuals. A tenant is not someone that I would just push to the side and say, not, I don't want to help them out. Why not? Why wouldn't I want to help them? Because eventually they have desires and dreams as well of getting into the, the real estate market and purchasing a home. So why wouldn't I want to help them and give them the same type of experience as I would give someone who's selling or buying a home. So that, that's great that you provide that service. I was I was never sure, do real estate agents also help you find, you know, tenants as well if you want to rent out your home? Because you see them up like places for lease, et cetera. So I was always right. wondering that. So right. what have you been seeing lately in the market? With the condo market, we know that there, it's been on a decline. And again, this is all due to this COVID. It, it, it has its pros and it has, it has its cons. So for the condo market, it definitely has its cons where that market has decreased a bit, which for someone who wants to purchase a condo would be great because they're not necessarily getting into bidding wars or having to pay these high, high prices as well. And this is all due again to this COVID. People are wanting to get out of that market because of space constraints. Just imagine you're going to a condo, you have to go into an elevator. If you're living with a spouse or whatnot, you want your space, where are you going to go? Like you can go on the balcony, but basically what's happening right now. And as well, don't forget for downtown, you have a lot of people who those condo apartments downtown are being rented, the majority of them. And if you have students that are living in those condo apartments, a lot of them like international students probably left, went back to their homes. So a lot of the condo apartments that are available for rent are empty. Condo apartment owners are actually just like begging for for tenants. You know, of course, the right ones, but there's so many apartments available for lease. And again, this is all due to the pandemic. So is there an opportunity there for people who would want to rent a condo then? There's definitely Have an you- opportunity to choose from. There's a lot to choose from. Has rent decreased for these condominiums? And rent has decreased think? as well. You're wow. seeing, starting to see uh, a lot of them. Now, keep in mind, when things get back to normal, you're going to see a, a, a change, right? Right. You right. will see a change. However, for someone who wants to get into that downtown condo segment, if you want to purchase a, a condo apartment, you know, it's great. If you're using it to rent it out, you may have to be able to pay uh, the mortgage out of your pocket uh, for some time before you actually get someone in there. Because um, again, as I said, there's 
tons of, of those places available for lease. So if you're using it as an investment property, if you're able to hold it, you know, pay it out of pocket, why not? But for, you know, how long can you continue doing that? Because again, we just, we don't know how long this pandemic is going to last, right? And then you would have to adhere to whatever the COVID restrictions are to ensure that those who right. lease remain safe, et cetera. Hello, everyone. My name is Melba De Silva, CEO of Melty Properties, Inc., we are a company committed to building refined, luxurious, and smart condominiums located in St. Vincent and Grenadines, the gem of the Caribbean. Melty Properties has combined a passion for interior design, business acumen, and expertise in the field of hospitality and project management to bring to fruition this unique vacation home experience, Green Rocks, a luxury boutique condominium. Green Rocks is a six-unit luxury boutique complex located in the Villa Beach area within close proximity to the beach, restaurants, nightlife, and a short drive to the downtown core. The lock and leave policy allows you to come and go at your leisure. The executive residence has a remarkable view of Kanash Beach, popularly known as White Sand Beach, and as far as the Grandines Islands on a clear day. Green Rocks homeowners may customize and satisfy all their needs while visiting. We pride ourselves in offering our residents and their guests exemplary service. Our standards of excellence, married to the delights of the beautiful St. Vincent and the Grenadines, will refresh and recharge you. Visit us at www.greenox.net. Thank you for listening. Okay, so a freehold basically means you um, have no maintenance fees. It's just strictly your mortgage and your property taxes that you're paying. So you have to mow your own front lawn. You have to deal with your own snow removal. Everything is on you. Whereas a condo townhouse, you would have a maintenance fee. So you'll be part of a, a, co- a condo corporation um, where they will also um, impose rules as to what can and cannot be done to your unit, but they will also take care of your snow removal maintenance of your front lawn. Your, the, the backyard will falls on you. But the difference between a condo townhouse and a freehold is that the condo, there are fees that you have to pay to the condo corporation for them to maintain the property. Okay, Marsha, I want a two-bedroom, two-bathroom freehold townhouse in Durham. Let's say anywhere around 12, 13,000 square feet. What would you say something around that is going for? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you a prime example, and I'll give you an example of a condo townhouse that I've okay. seen. I had a client who was looking to last year purchase, and when I say last year, I'm speaking to speaking about uh, towards the end of uh, 2020. They were looking to purchase a condo townhouse that is roughly about 1,200 square feet, not two bedrooms, but three bedrooms, two washrooms. Okay, okay? and at the time that was running going in around uh, 640. Um, mm-hmm. I act- and this is a condo townhouse. I actually looked today um, in the same area and saw that one just sold for 731,000. This is just three months later. Three months later. And what are the monthly fees are roughly for something like that? Monthly maintenance fees uh, for a condo well, townhouse? You know, some of them you can get, they're relatively low. I would say they're about, you can, about in the 200s, low 200. 200 red. Some okay. of them are in the 100s, like 180. Uh, I would say on average in, in the 200s. So we're looking at 700K. Even, that's just for a condo. And we know freehold is even higher. Than condo townhome. Right? 
a condo town to home. Yeah. Yeah. So people need to have at least 35000 to put down cash ready to buy something like that. Ideally, Melba, it would be great if, if someone had a 20% down payment. Okay. One that would uh, take away from the um, mortgage insurance. Um, CMHC. The CMHC, yes. You would not have to pay that. Mind you, you know, purchasing a home that is for 600 whatever amount you're paying for it, it's buried in there, right? So, but it doesn't do that much of a damage on what you have to pay um, for your mortgage, right, every month. However, having a bigger down payment definitely makes life a little bit more easier. So 140000 cash ready to put down on this house. They need to have that just for the down payment. Right. Never mind legal uh, right. fees, closing costs, and commissions as well, right? Like, Well, a buyer does not pay commissions. Correct. It's only the seller that pays It's only the seller so. that pays commission. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about closing costs, yes, on top of having your down payment, you do definitely need closing costs. And that should be about minimum 3% of whatever the purchase price is. It's definitely mm-hmm. high. But at the same point, I have to admit, um, with the interest rates being as low as they are, now, we don't know how long this in- these interest rates are going to last. I mean, they say it should be this low for until about 2023, I think. So that's great. So with interest rates remaining as low as they are for from now until 2023, I would imagine we will remain in a hot market. But again, we don't have a crystal ball, so we never know what's going to happen. Interest rates are so low. It's like the government's giving you free money practically for you to purchase a home. So if you can, why not? The areas that people really focus on um, when they're purchasing a home is the kitchen, the bathrooms. Those two areas are really um, what helps sell a home, right? So if you can get those areas looking decent, that would definitely help with help you get as much money as possible uh, for your home. Painting is very important as well. And house cleaning, staging definitely helps as well. Um, if you can get uh, whoever your agent is, if they get someone, their agents themselves, they know how to stage a home really well and tell their clients, okay, we'll move the furniture here, get rid of this, or they can uh, get a, a staging consultant who will come in and help the sellers, you know, tell them things that they can do to make their home look more appealing. So do you have to take down all your personal pictures? Is that true? They say you should, and I do agree with that as well, because people come in, they see your pictures. Do you think they have un- people have unconscious bias that will impact your sale? I think so, I'll just yes. say, if you have pictures of a Black family, do you think, think it's so. not going to yes. want to give you as much? Like, I want to be frank. Say, if I want to sell my home, do I have to take down all my Black art? Do I have to take down all my Black pictures? And <laughs> Are they going to judge me? Are they going to judge me? You know, I always have to keep things real, Marsha. I was like, yeah, well, real. you know what? Judge me. <laughs> you know what? If you're being real, right? Yeah. You're being real. And if that's in this world, there's all kinds of people. So yes, people can judge you. People may not want to give you. First of all, in this kind of environment that we're in right now, I don't know if that necessarily really, I don't know if that really matters because there's just not a home, enough homes available. So people are, I don't even think people are even focusing on that. Right. But I think in a normal market, yeah, I think so. People will judge you. And and because of that, they may not give you they may not want to offer what, you know, your house actually deserves. So, yeah, I think it's important to take those things down. I saw a sign this week that said 115 percent over asking. Is that like what is that? What exactly does that mean? 
you know? So basically what that means is if a house is listed for uh, 745,000 and the, and the, um, it sells for 115% over asking. That means that individual end up selling their house for 856,000. Wow. And that's, what's really been happening. Yeah. Like offers are coming in, people are counter offering and it's just been, been a lot of bidding wars going on. You can, you can have one property that can get about 30 different offers coming in. So can you imagine as an agent, you're having to go through all those 30 offers. Now, to be frank, and you have 30 offers and 10 of them are at over 800, those are the ones that you're, you're going to focus on the most, right? Because at the end of the right. day, who doesn't want most money for the home. It just boils down to dollar and cents. It's really boils down to dollar and cents. Yeah. The buyer and the purchaser both need really good agents to negotiate in these type of times here to have their back. Okay. Yeah. So two and a half percent for the listing agent and two and a half percent for the buying agent. Well, thank you so much, Marsha. That was, you gave me. A, I'm gonna have to invite you back on my podcast oh, gosh. another time <laughs> to get more information, Marsha, because I'm gonna have more questions. <laughs> you think you know now working on my investment property in Green Rocks? You think I got this all this real estate stuff down pat? I don't. And don't forget to visit us at www.greenrocks.net, where life is worth living on the rocks. I know that fate is a muscle. I know this life is awesome. And I'll be damned if I settle. I got to keep on fighting. I know that fate is a muscle. I know this life is a hustle. And I'll be damned if I settle. I got to keep on fighting. Fight me a fight every day, every night. Them are pre but no know their life All them see how the flashing lights But we strive just to keep on the lights Now for them who are mixed with the hype Me not blend, me not follow bag a trend Me can't count by me hand who me friend Snakes in the grass, me not trust no for them Break off sometimes, but you fit off a damn Money have to make me if you start from a band Get a youth from the islands like Gilligan 2020 vision if you be a billion now I know that fate is a muscle this life is awesome, and I'll be damned if I settle. I ain't got to keep on fighting. I know that fate is a muscle. I know this life is awesome.